uh, you go to the next page two. So my five minute story. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> You're gonna have your story. Tapos pagtagal-tagal ngayon susulat nyo ha. Tapos pagdating sa bahay later on, ibidyo nyo pasarili nyo ha. It's just for your own record first. But maybe after you die, somebody will see it and watch it, and God will use it. Okay. So, okay, uh, avoid mo lang yung religious or theological terms. Sandaan nyo ang kausap nyo, hindi nag-church sa atin, wala, hindi siguro nagbabasa ng Bible. So, how can you tell your story na ganun kausap mo? Okay, uh, how many minutes do you need? 10 minutes? 15 minutes? What do you think? Let's start with 10 minutes. Pag in, pag if you need more time, I'll extend it to 5 more minutes. Bullet points lang, ha? who you were before, etc. Okay? At 10 minutes, you can also have your break at the same time, but it's extendable to 15. So 3.15 talaga dapat nandito na kayo.
Can you close? Can you finish your story? Well, your story will never be finished until you die, okay? So you can stop somewhere. Uh, because our story continues. Okay, great, great. So now, uh, hold first. We're not. We're we're going to go to the next phase. But let me bring you to page three first. Well, proclaim the gospel in five minutes. Now I gave you some verses here. Uh, Acts twenty twenty one was Paul's claim that everywhere he went, he proclaimed repentance and faith. And First Corinthians fifteen one to eight is a good, good, very good summary of the gospel by Paul the apostle. And Luke 24, verses 46 to 48, of course, we had, we had a sermon on this, and the key elements uh, were here. Now, there are eight things I wrote here, but you can only use one to four, or two to four is enough, okay? But the others are simply instructional. So, uh, let me just uh, read number one. Christ is the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecies. Now, there are times when you're talking with somebody, this is not relevant to them. This is very relevant if you're talking to the Jew, okay? But somehow, if a person thinks about, you know, the, there's sometimes that this is relevant, but the next sentence is relevant. He is the center of God's plan to save the souls of men. So from what? From eternal damnation. Now, be careful when you use eternal damnation because it's technical. Sometimes the simpler word is a word that I rarely use, but we can use. It's, it's hell or forever punishment, okay? Sometimes the word eternal sounds religious. Sabi mo na lang forever, okay? As in forever. After 100 years, nagsisimula ka pa lang, okay? So that's forever punishment. Now, it's important to mention that sin separated us from God. And, uh, and let me enumerate some sins. The emphasis here is that we are all sinners. So I mentioned some <laughs> common sins, Gossip, lust, unforgiveness, hatred, and adultery. These are so common in today's society. And in any generation, this is so common. So I just mentioned here some of the common sins that I am sure that uh, most people, at least one or two, have committed. So, which makes you a sinner. Now, two, three, four is the most crucial. Now, our sin separated us from God. We deserve His wrath and judgment. But Christ took that judgment and wrath upon Himself. He suffered and died for our sins. Number three, Christ suffered the punishment for our sins through his death, but because he had no sin, death could not hold him. He, cannot, he could not remain dead forever. Uh, his resurrection is proof that Christ conquered death or eternal death. Now, four, Christ offers forgiveness to those who repent of their sins, to those who repent of their sins. Now, repentance is humbly admitting our sins, deciding to turn away from it, then seeking God's forgiveness in Christ. Of course, repentance it means more than this. It actually means a change of mind. But we want to focus on the sin aspect, okay? We want to focus because that is what Christ is forgiving. So, a turning away from sin. Now, marami kang mapapa-accept, but they, will not, they have not turned away from sin. And you, if you call them Christians... You are misleading them. If you're giving them the assurance of salvation so quickly, you are misleading them. 
The Holy Spirit will be the one to assure them at the right time. It is the Holy Spirit's work that assures a person if that person belongs to Christ, not you. We have assured so many that are going to hell, still doing the same sins of adultery. They have not turned away, nor do they feel broken about their sin. It's just part of what they do. But you have called them and you have given them assurance of salvation. So that is, that is misleading. Be very careful. Don't say that. Just tell them that Christ gives forgiveness. Forgiveness. Okay? For all who will repent of their sins. Now, two, three, four, pwede na. Now, five is very important. Now, let me give you the philosophy of number five. Christ wants all his followers to proclaim repentance to all. Thus, I echo to you and to us the call to repent. Now, you have to put the word to us because you don't want to sound moralistic in front of somebody. That you are on a high moral ground and they are not. No. We say, you say, we are all sinners. And we, I must proclaim to us. Because Christ wants us to proclaim to us sinners that we can repent. We can be forgiven. So don't take a moralistic high ground. Take a sinner's ground that oh, you're, all, you're also just forgiven by grace. Take that level. Now, some of you don't preach the gospel because you think you're not highly moral yet. You don't wait for that moment. In fact, uh, the moment you, you, are, you believe you are truly a follower of Christ, you must now proclaim Christ. Uh, yeah, immediately. Immediately. Oh, di ba dapat mag-grow muna sila? Hindi ko nakita sa scriptures yan. I remember in, in, in one of the, well, in UPLB, when we were challenging students to repent of their sins, asking them to repent. And uh, after that, we immediately tell them that you have to tell others. That you have to hold Bible studies immediately. Whatever you hear from us, pass it on quickly. And it grew. It grew. And I'd like to share to you this guy named Ying Kai. In Hong Kong, he was a church planter. He said he would win 40 to 60 people to Christ every year, and he can plant one church every year. For 10 years, he did that. And he thought, not bad for a church planter. And he was right. Compared to, to church planters, that's a good rate, one church per year. Now, he, was, he, was, he went to another assignment in one of the cities of China. One city had 20 million people and very few churches. So inisip niya, if I do what I did before, 40 to 60 a year, antagal bago to ma-reach. So he thought, he tried to look at scripture again, tried to renew his mind by studying, and tried to remove the old influences. Then immediately he trained, if you are, you come to the Lord now, Tomorrow, you proclaim. If you will obey, tomorrow you proclaim. Immediately. So immediately after they trade, what, what will they teach next? Oh no, you come back again next week. I'll teach you what you will teach next. And this process repeated so many times, 18 times down. You know what happened? Uh, 150,000 church starts, church plant starts. In 10 years, 150,000 in 10 years. It was tried to bear, it was verified by his denomination. I think he, it's, I think it's a Southern Baptist, and they confirmed that he was being conservative. 
Okay? So you don't wait. If a person truly believes you, tell them, okay, you go proclaim. But I'm still a sinner. Yeah, yeah, me too, okay? <laughs> me too, you too, but we proclaim, okay? It's not about what we did. It's about what he did, okay? It's not about our high moral ground. It's his moral ground. But should Christ change us? Yes, of course. Because you repented. But you will realize that as you proclaim, the stronger you also become spiritually. So, uh, number six, if they say yes, they want to repent, then you can say, okay, now, now uh, you can say like Peter said, what do we do? Repent. He was not saying repent tomorrow. He said repent now. Okay, he was saying repent and be baptized. So right now, determined to seek God's forgiveness through repentance. How? Well, ask God's forgiveness. That's it. Why don't you just pray where you are and with your own words, ask God's forgiveness sincerely. But in your heart, you have decided to turn away from your sin. You think you decide, but it's really the Holy Spirit at work with you. Uh, but you, on your own, as a human, you think you decide that, but let the Holy Spirit help you out and give you the strength. But you must decide that. Admit that you offended God with your sins. So you, we cannot make sin light. Talaga, you offended the Most High. We offended the Most High. Speak to God for a while there. Be sincere. If you're not sincere, it means nothing. Yes, you can ask him to repent where he is. But if it does not, the situation does not, uh, it's too public or what, they might, it might be peer pressure. Alam mo problema ng altar call, peer pressure. Naglakad na sa unan o ikaw? Huh? Oh, sige. <laughs> ano ang nangyayari dito? Ganda ng ilaw nila. Oh. Not everybody might be sincere. It could be peer pressure. So you don't, you, you, Say, so you come home, you talk to God. You go home, you talk to God. Alone, when you go home, you talk to God. And right there, if it is genuine, it's up to the Holy Spirit, they would cross over into salvation. It depends on the Holy Spirit, of course. The sovereignty of God, but we proclaim. But don't be like a salesman. I'm not against salesman. I'm a salesman, okay? I'm not against salesman, but don't preach the gospel like a salesman. Just sign here. Come on, come on. All the beautiful things about Christ. Forget the suffering. Just sign. Forget the trials. Just sign your name. Just accept him. Forget. Don't talk. Let's shh, don't talk about the trials. Okay? okay. Let me handle this evangelism. Huh? Oh, he will give you abundant life. All your problems will go away. And you will live happily ever after. They're not saying that, but something like that. No, you, it has to happen within them. Number seven, all who sincerely repent and believe should grow in faith. One cannot grow in faith without the study of God's word. So what do you do? If they seem interested, you invite them immediately. Yeah. You invite them where? Hey, let's have coffee again. Just invite coffee. And would you like to talk more about God's word? That is perfect. Non-threatening. Don't say... I'll introduce you to my discipler. Huh? What's a discipler? Uh, he's like my mentor. He torments me. It's an kagadi, huh? So you, how you bring them in is let's have coffee again. Then after a while, 
Uh, after a while, then, then you say, hey, it's my birthday. Come to my birthday. Then your birthday is the opportunity to introduce them to others so that they can become part of the group or make another reason why they could be invited. Wag yung, may I invite you to our growth group? What in the world is a growth group? What in the world is a growth group? Now, don't use, that's why we don't use the word cell group, because cells are being used by terrorists. May I invite you to our cell? <laughs> what are you? You invite again for merienda. You invite again. You build that personal relationship, and you use that to build and slowly introduce them. Before they know it, they're in a growth group. Ah, this is called a growth group? Yeah, because we're all growing, okay? Uh, before they know it, they're in. You don't make special announcements. Please do not say, I will introduce you to our senior pastor. Katahakut kaya iyan. Unless they're very broken and they have a problem that you, you, your group cannot handle, of course, call me and let's see what we can do. Call me or my wife. And uh, we, when it's really some of the most difficult problems, we pray to God that we could be useful. Okay? So you bring them in. If they're positive, you bring them in, and then you just immediately you say, we have to, you have to grow in Christ. Why? If you are truly, you truly repented of your sins, then you are, a, you are a newborn. And then we have to begin the process of, but you don't say that, of course. You just say, we begin, uh, we begin learning together. Why don't we learn together? I like that. Can you learn? We can study together, you know. Hindi yung, I will teach you, Okay. I will teach you and you will listen, all right? Now you just say, let's learn together. Of course, you will teach the person. You will lead the person. But you don't say it because you're, say, you're putting yourself in a position of, I'm higher than you and you are lower. Okay, now, number eight. New and old believers should obey the command to proclaim the gospel. You must proclaim the gospel you heard to as many as possible. Beginning with people you know. Beginning with people you know. 